Welcome, Beyonders. to this weird place. Who are these two crazy guys and what is going on? Beyond Terrestrial, or BT for short, is a podcast dedicated to the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and all things supernatural. Hosted by Dan Martson and Lee Ariott, two guys who discovered late night radio shows like Coast to Coast while working the night shift and stumbled into a world of fantastic tales and local legends. We share these stories with our dedicated fans we lovingly call Beyonders every other Tuesday. Join me and Lee as we take a mysterious journey into obscure local tales and spin up some hot takes on the supernatural stories we all know and love. Two words. Interdimensional Bigfoot. Oh yeah. We can all say... Live from New York, it's Saturday night! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood The Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gates Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hauntings Dark guards and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew Everybody on? Good, great, grand, wonderful. No yelling on the bus! Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Kirby, a.k.a. Bill Kirby, a.k.a. <laughs> William Billy Bill Kirby. No, and who do we have with? B- Billinator, a.k.a. Oh, fuck, sorry. Or Bill, I wanted to call you Billy Billin- Crystal. Billinator. <laughs> I mean, Kirbinator. And we also have the Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. He'll be taking you through my little spiel here. Tommy is a Scorpio. He likes biking, and he's never been late. And what about seat belts? Too fastened. Take the little end and stick it in the big end, and you know what? If you guys don't know how to use a seat belt, just ring your call button, and Tommy will come back there and hit you on the head with a tack hammer because you're a retard. Right on the head. Yep. All right. Right, right on the dickhead yeah, with that tack hammer. You can't say uh, retard anymore. No, they get mad. They Retard-Asian. get super mad. <laughs> What are we right. drinking on? We were drinking on some stock and barrel no. whiskey. It's not just the barrel. It's uh, not just the had, stock. We haven't had liquor in a it's while both. on this bitch, but we're getting I back wonder to why. It. I wonder yeah. why we haven't had liquor, Tom. Uh, yeah, we also have beers for later, but <laughs> bar. we'll see Got what a couple happens. Bar. A couple burr. It's the blue bottle. We're also watching Tommy Boy because we are covering Chris Farley. The life one of my favorites. Oh, one of my favorites, too. It's going to be a super, super lighter episode until it's not yeah it it might get sad near the end i I was watching that documentary with him earlier today and like i it it got shit got emotional not gonna lie chris farley yeah it got it got a little emotional sad stuff but uh why are we doing this Uh, we're always we're doing the famous dead that is a series that we've already started with uh sid and nancy and stuff we're gonna keep going on it like time to time we'll jump in there and do some celebrities deaths especially people who we've related to so why we're especially doing this one and why i've always wanted do this one because you know it was disturbing kind of the way he died and you know he was he died in a, a fucking floor in a, a hotel kind of thing and it's like we'll get to that and but it resonates with us more significantly yeah. too right like i we used to what switch la days yeah and like there'd just be nothing but little guy and big coat yeah. jokes so and, well that's why and like and billy was the skinny guy so when we were working together at restaurants we were young cats and shit he used to when he go for it when billy would go for a smoke he would throw on my jacket and he'd be like skinny 
skinny guy <laughs> in a big coat. And he was like, you know, because I'm a bigger than Billy, obviously. He's a little stick bug, so. <laughs> it's a little different now. I grew a few feet since then. Yeah, but. that's true. I know. His name was Christopher Crosby Farley. Oh, uh, so he was born on February 15th. Oh, I thought I thought it was Valentine's no, Day. No, it's the day after. Oh, it's the day so, after. 1964, and we'll get to his death later. But he died in 1997. But that's why, like, also, why I was like, oh, it's a good time to do this. His birthday is literally coming up. Yeah, so very that's kind soon. of good idea to do this. He was an American actor and comedian. Farley was known for his loud, his loud, Obnoxious. yeah, energetic comedy style, and was a member of Chicago's Second City Theater. Second City was like where Bob and Doug McKenzie, where he got her name from, came from, was SCTV. Yeah, yeah. And so Second City, and they used to like that's where like fucking. Um, Rick Moranis and like I think mean, Paul Thomas or Doug yeah, Thomas, yeah. Doug to- or whatever the fuck his name is, that where they came from, and it's kind of interesting. That's why we took this name, but they were on Second City also. A lot of people started there, and it was like kind of um, oh uh, improv, improv. There you yeah, go. it's a lot yeah. of improv, but well, more or less just for Chris Farley. Like Chris Farley did a lot more improv on that. So so much as they say, right? Like a lot of them yeah. writ their skits, they did their skits, but it all it's all just kind of skit comedy. If you've never seen Saturday Night Live, but skit. But he was also a cast member of NBC sketch comedy show, obviously, Saturday Night Live, between 1999 and Farley attended Catholic schools in his hometown. 
Dun, dun. That was pretty much like <laughs> his growing up. <laughs> no, nah, he he attended the Catholic schools yeah. in Canada. Along with Chris Rock, long road trip. Farley was one of the new uh, Saturday Night Live cast members announced in spring 1990 on SNL. Farley frequently collaborated with fellow cast members Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Tim Meadows. Don't know who you are. Sorry, bud. Robert. That Ro- name sounds so familiar. I know familiar. it does. Rob Schneider and David Spade. So just cue that in, bitch. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. Come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? More towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is this? Oh, it's you. That's a nice, that's full service. Yeah. That's a full service hotel right hotel there. Hotel want me to jerk you want me to jerk you off? <laughs> that shit's so fucking funny. That makes me laugh. David Spade and him were very fucking good friends. And that's yeah. why, you know, Billy is the David Spade to my Chris Farley. So technically. So and the group came to be known. <laughs> he was known as the bad boy. They were known as the bad boys of SNL. Especially Chris Farley was the bad boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like lots of drugs, man. Famous uh, Farley characters was Todd O'Connor, super fan. Uh, that's like the bears, and he's like fat bears punching his yeah, fucking chest. <laughs> he's like he's had a fucking heart attack for like the fucking second time today. Fuck, I had a I had a good stretch there for six months where I could not, I couldn't stop, I couldn't stop saying the bears, the bears, just in any situation. Just be like, can can you go grab that for me? I'd be like, yeah, for sure, the bears, the bears. <laughs> <laughs> a, a group of stereotypical. Uh, Chicago, Chicagoans, Chicagoans. Is that what you guys call each other? I cannot say Chicagoans, 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 who constantly shouted "Da Bears, Da Bears." Uh, He's also the Chip and Tails dancer, which oh, that's one of my favorite sketches ever. In a famous sketch, please look that one up. I don't have that one. Patrick Swayze. You guys can look it up. There's no clip to it of them dancing. Can you stop with your I big headphones? I didn't mean to. They're too big. I knock. It happens. <laughs> I got to get a picture with you with your 80s headphones on. Fuck off. <laughs> these are my 80s headphones. The world doesn't deserve to see these headphones. Oh, shit. The Patrick Tracy, which even like, uh, I think it was Mike Myers is like, he's like, I don't want to do it. Like uh, Chris Farley was like, you know, I don't want to do it. Like, And then Mike Myers was like, no, no, man. Like you can do it. Just be funnier. Be better. And he like had his presence out there. And he, he, he takes over the room, man. And, he's someone yeah. that walks into a room and it's like all eyes on me. Yeah, and obviously also is over-the-top motivational speaker who constantly remind oh. other characters that he lived down <laughs> by the river and in, lived a in a van down by the river. I am 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. So he was like, that whole character he brought from like Second City and shit, which I think is pretty funny. And he had that character in his pocket for a while. And then they were like, and then when they're talking about even the documentary that we've watched, it's like talking about like, you know, he had something he wanted to try. For a long time. Can we please use it on yours? Who was that girl again? Who? Whose skit did he do that oh, on? Oh, Kristen Wiig, I think. No, it wasn't Kristen Wiig. It was someone... Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I can't remember her name either. Sorry, you're not memorable. But the name of the character was actually drawn from a real-life friend of Farley's <laughs> <laughs> during a troubled time who lived in a van near the river. Funny thing is, this guy actually named was Matt Foley. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he is now a priest. Yeah. <laughs> so Oh, like, I I thought he was always a priest. No, I don't know. Why would you be living down? I do why would you're not living in the church? <laughs> yeah. I guess that sounds like a better place to live. Off screen, Farley was known for his pranks in the office of Saturday Night Live. Sandler and Farley would make late night prank phone calls from SNL offices in the Rockefeller Center with uh Rockefeller Center with Sandler speaking in an old woman's voice and Farley far into the phone and mooning cars from a limousine. <laughs> That's pretty fucking jokes, actually. Not gonna lie. We can all say, Live from New York, it's Saturday night! He had that, like, energy about him, honestly. That it's it was so just, like, exhilarating. It's so lovely to watch him, like, yeah. Honestly. You know what, honestly, like, I find... This might be bad. I find a lot of, like, fatter people have that. What the fuck was that? My doorbell. That sounded like somebody died. 
Well, this is crazy. And like how we're talking about like how he was mooning cars out the window of limousines. <laughs> he even once defecated out of a window. That, so that, shit out like, of a there's window. no way it would actually go on the road. That would smear through the side of the car so fast. Like your ass would have to be hanging out yeah, so he far, and did he's it. such a and big it, guy. There's no way it fully fits through the window. No, he did it ass up out the top of the window limousine window. Oh, at the, <laughs> out, he, at the sunroof. Yeah, he no. pooed out of a sun. I've heard of pooing through a sunroof downwards. Ew, yeah, that'd be gross. <laughs> What's that called again? Stranger podcast. What's it called when you poo through someone's sunroof again? Yeah, There's like, a name for uh, it. Is there a name for it? There I is a name for it. He also was known to frequently get naked and do various stunts for laughs. Like what Mike Myers said on the documentary, how he's like, uh, Mike Myers was like, I don't know why, but I always showered at the studio. And every week I forgot, but every time I did, Chris would come in with his dick tucked between his legs and be like, Michael, I love you. And like try to <laughs> hug him and shit, which I think is pretty funny. I'm a lady. I'm a lady. <laughs> Chris Rock once claimed that he probably saw Farley's private parts more than Farley Farley's girlfriend did. Sandler told Conan O'Brien on The Tonight Show that NBC fired him and Farley from the show in 1995, which is like, I guess it's outrageous behavior. Oh, he got, he got fired from SNL? Yeah. I thought he just moved on. Now, he didn't get fired. Yeah, he did. Adam Sandler did. Well, maybe they both got fired at the same time. I didn't know. He got, like, why did Sandler get fired, too? Do you know that? Because he's Jewish. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Good chance. Just joking. During his time on SNL, Farley appeared... Sorry, in- Jewish listener. Yeah. <laughs> Still love you. During the time on SNL, Farley appeared in comedy films Wayne's World, Coneheads, Airheads, and Billy Madison. Coneheads and Airheads. Airheads was be- before Brandon Fraser fucking yeah. let himself go. I like I liked the bus driver skin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like the greatest. But, and he's like going fucking and like how Sandler was laughing. They'd like Chris he's like, he's like we don't even know why red. he did that. He went just pure fucking red. Like, that's so funny. His first two major films uh, were co-starred with his fellow SNL, co- uh, SNL colleague and close friend, David Spade. You know, Billy Kirby. Together, the <laughs> duo thing. made the films Tommy Boy... Let me tell you why I suck as a salesman. Let's say I go into some guy's office. Let's say he's even remotely interested in buying something. Well, then I get all excited. I'm like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. The pet is my possible sale. Oh, my pretty little pet. I love you. So I stroke it, and I pet it, and I massage it. Yeah, I love it. I love my little naughty pet. You're naughty. And then I take my naughty pet and I go. (laughs) (laughs) I killed it. (laughs) I killed it. Like, man, Tommy Boy's got to be one of my favorite movies of all time, if you ever comedy movies of all time, for it's sure. It's so it's so raw and pure, yeah. and not like, and like actually like just yeah that that's straight up just a funny dude that's just playing himself, and also, which makes it which makes it that much better, yeah. right? Well, and also we obviously have a uh, you know black sheep. It didn't do as well as Tommy Boy, and they tried to it replicate it identically as well. Uh, but it was still a great movie. It- Oh my god. Why are you kidding me? Why are you kidding me? And he's like, if you've never seen the movie, he's like, there's a they're in like a log cabin and there's like a bat, and he's like, they're trying to catch it, but he's like, David Spade just beating the shit out of Chris Farley underneath a blanket. It's fucking great. I no, love it. Black did, Sheep. It did, uh, it did. Almost identically to Tommy Boy in the box office. Like, I think oh, to- yeah. Tommy they Boy were, was now, to date, it's at like $37 yeah, million They and, were a success and that was at 32. the uh, domestic box office, earning around $32 million 32. each. 32.4, yeah. Getting a large cult, cult following on Ta- Tommy Boy's gone up to like 37 now, but I think it's just people buying and no, renting yeah, the that's movie like It became a cult, fact, it's yeah. a cult hit, right? Yeah. Got a couple extra mil, but... Yeah, the two films established Farley as a relatable, bankable star, and he was given the title role for Beverly Hills Ninja, which finished in... (laughs) 
which finished in first place at the box office on its opening weekend. What did that do? Good for you, Farley. I don't know. I have to look that up, but probably pretty good. Fuck. Drug and alcohol abuse related problem problems infe- interfered with Farley's film work at this time. It so, did worse. Really? Did 31.5. So oh, close, yeah, but... Yeah. Didn't but quite like hit black his sheet. drugs and alcohol were kind of it was it, actually, it was getting outrageous it was interfering with him and his like film work life and all that shit and the production of his final film Almost Heroes was held up several times so Farley could enter rehab which makes me want to watch that movie and I do have it like I have it like bought on my PlayStation do you so I've we'll never seen it to, I've never seen no, either I've one only of those seen two it when ones. I was a kid or something so let's watch like ne- sometime next weekend or something like we'll get together we're recording before we record we'll watch the movie even after me. <laughs> After. Care about our plans. Yeah, yeah. After a while, you want to know what me and Tom are doing? Yeah. Date by date, time by time. You yeah. fucking psychopath ex girlfriends. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the we'll, I think we'll do that because I I've only seen clips of it or seen it when I was younger. So I, I want to see it. Farley was originally cast as the voice of the title character in the movie Shrek. He was supposed to play Shrek. No way. And there is a was clip he? you can find on YouTube of him doing the voice. Oh my god! If if, I got if that, Farley was Shrek, like that would have been a Amazing. whole. It would yeah. have been a whole different movie, man. Yeah, that guy would have been so Mike eccentric. Mike Myers wanted him to play it. Yeah, recording eighty five percent or ninety five percent, according to some sources, of the character's dialogue, but died just before the recording was finished. Very sad. That's super oh. sad because he would have done it, and then they would have put it out, and then Mike Myers would have to fill in his role eventually. But well, you could, yeah, you could have did it anyway. Yeah. If he didn't die, I guess he would have still died. I guess, yeah, yeah. The filmmakers still, you could have still did it even though he died. The filmmakers felt you're talking about Shrek, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, now we're going to some. Well, yeah, the filmmakers felt continuing the film with Farley, Farley would be bad taste. So he did. He did that much he of did the film. Pr- almost ninety percent of the film. So he pretty film. much finished yeah. his job, yeah. and then they're like, "Nah, never mind. You're not Shrek anymore." Will be bad. Oh, taste. because he died. Oh, that's yes. what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So Shrek's dialogue was re-recorded by former SNL castmate Mike Myers, who I thought fucking wrote Shrek. Did he not? Like. Jim Carrey's role in 1996 film uh, The Cable Guy was originally intended for Farley. What? That would have. I love Cable Guy. Cable Guy. No, you know what? Honestly, yeah, I, I did. Like uh, no, Jim Carrey did it better than I think Farley would have. I don't know, man. Jim it, Carrey's a fucking can, creepy yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 I agree. <laughs> like that's the case. That is purely a stalker. But scheduling conflicted uh, con- conflicts forced him to decline. Which I'm so curious. In an alternate universe to see what that would have been like. Honestly, I am curious. I'm totally curious to see what that would have been like. Yeah. Because that would have been interesting to see his his take on what end up Jim Carrey ended up doing. Farley stated to uh, Farley was slated to appear in the third Ghostbusters film, which didn't happen until the women came in. Wow, he had a lot of fucking... Which was at the time, I know it is sad, intended to be a new trio of Ghostbusters taking on the over... of the overpopulation in hell. So they're supposed to be like in kind of like a hell scenario (laughs) that comes from the ground. Really? It would have been kind of fun. Oh, shit, that would have been neat. I would have liked to see that. I don't know what the future holds, Farley said. All I know is I'm good today, real good. At the time... At this time... When was this said? I don't know. At this time, he was making $6 million uh, movie, Almost Heroes. According to SNL writer Fred Wolf, one time in front of uh, 20 or 25 people in a very crowded writer's room, mixed company, women, men, Farley came in naked. He had his dick tucked between his legs, (laughs) and he began doing uh, James Gumb. I don't know who that... Oh, from Silent of the Hill. Yeah, I know who that is. You know, goodbye. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took a golf club and shoved it in about three inches up his ass. Oh my god! And then pulled the golf club out and started to lick it. He what the fuck was? Don't do what? cocaine, kids. That's not coke, man. That is coke. That's your brain going out. Well, being maybe, like, I'm maybe with the morphine too. So we have beers. Oh, whiskey time. Yeah, you gotta pop that cork louder. I know. I got some whiskey. Adam Sandler talked about what it was like to be out for dinner with Farley. In the 1990s, he said, he would say, you got that T-bone steak? 
oh yeah, okay, <laughs> you do have. And he would name like it's like he he'd name like six things. You're like, wow, he's getting six things. And then he would say, okay, I'll also have two of those. And he would always double down. Also, Conan, o- Conan O'Brien added, Chris Farley loved to eat to a degree I've never seen by any human being in my life. No wonder. They also quoted that as what? Uh, I watched him eat two T-bone steaks and <laughs> yeah. eat them like a dry rib. <laughs> he put the whole crazy. thing in his mouth and just slid off the bone. Yes. I will get you the ginger get ale, to poppy. So like we were talking about in the documentary we've watched in the 2015, a documentary, I Am Chris Farley and Saturday Night Live co-star Mike Myers explained why the energetic comedian scared him to death. I'd improvised with Chris and I was scared to death because he had already knocked someone's tooth out and gave someone else a scar just for being so crazy. Just from his anecdotes. It was so... That's not the right word. It, yeah, yeah. It was also revealed in the doc that Farley made it a habit to surprise Myers in the shower fully nude, as I mentioned. Funny guy. <laughs> so fucking... What a jokester, man. Last time I did that, Grandma kicked me out. <laughs> she didn't like it. David Spade explained how one of the most memorable scenes from Tommy Boy came out, uh, came about, and Chris was doing that bit uh, to me at work. We shared an office, and Chris's desk was behind me, and he didn't really know how to write or read, really, kidding, but... He became bored. He would, he would be super bored, obviously. And he would say, Davey, turn around. And I said, if this is fat guy in little coat, I am not turning around. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. And he would say, no, I've got, I've got a whole new thing. And then he would turn around and he, he would have him in his, uh, he would have David Spade's Levi jacket on him and say, fat guy, little coat. Don't you give up on it, fat guy, little coat. <laughs> and so when we did Tommy Boy, we were looking for jokes and, and the scenes to make them better. We decided that, that was funny to us and maybe funny to other, other people. So we put on the fat guy, little coat in and did the slang which was not actually it was funny it was not planned at all and the coat actually ripped on its own like that wasn't put in like that yeah, wasn't added it, lo- it looks pretty it looks pretty authentic when yeah. you watch that skit and he was actually legitimately fucking doing it which is like <laughs> actually he actually ripped his fucking coat well that was a super small coat and that is yeah. a big fucking dude <laughs> don't do it <laughs> that guy in a little coat that guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How much I love that part in general. It just shows Chris Farley's childlike nature and what he was kind of like as a person. Was He was, like, just a goofy guy that liked having fun. Oh, goofball. And even though he did a too, like, a fuck enough drugs to kill a horse like you know you gotta yeah it's scary man yeah it is scary. gotta watch out for your happy friends yeah especially um you know don't do fentanyl <laughs> well, he, no he didn't do fentanyl he did speedball yeah speedball baby a few of uh, farley's friends claim that that funny man um a few friends of Farley claimed that the funny man had a, had been obsessed with licking things. Chris Farley, <laughs> everywhere he went, was licking everything Adam Sandler said on a late night show in 2015. He would went out for dinner at Wally and Joseph's, like 20 of us. We were walking and talking to him as we go. He gets antsy, and you just got to give him a minute, and they'd be like, okay, buddy. And you just saw him run back 100 feet and lick a mailbox and come running back. And I feel like that was a lot of his coke addiction, that he just had this energy and shit. And then if if you had enough money where he was probably doing it every day kind of shit, that, you know what I mean? And then, you know. I don't know. I can't, I can't speak from my own experiences because I feel like my, it's different towards me than other people. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I had my own dealings with drugs and shit like that. And it's just like, I can get where that came from where you'd fuck with, like I, I used to do it back in the day when I was working at restaurants and stuff. And like, you know, you don't need to even try it. It's something I did where I was a fucking 90s kid. No. Okay. Let's reiterate that you 
don't fucking try it yeah, because God. <laughs> God knows if you're anything like any of yeah. like there's a lot of people with very addictive personalities yeah, that won't admit was, that they yeah. have it. No, I was fucking and bullshit. I you quit everything. Like you're yeah. fucking. You're like I'm fine with or without it. And I'm like no, I fucking need no. But I'm it. right. The I'm fuck also now. Old, Give it to yeah, me. I'm also older now though. Back in the day, I was always lucky that I didn't touch really hard shit till my early twenties, and then I kind of just said fuck it. But when, if I was a teenager, I would it would have like killed me. Like I was a very addictive person. I when I was a teenager, did a lot of crazy stuff that I probably shouldn't have done. That shit doesn't leave, man. Uh, oh, yeah. A former Saturday Night Live writer also witnessed Farley's odd licking compulsion firsthand. He opened his wallet and looked everything inside of it. The pictures, the money. He had to... Oh, my God. He had to lick his own shoelaces to tie them up. It was totally nuts. That's crazy. That's such a weird thing to see. I never knew that about Farley. He would lick everything, though. Like, it's... It was probably just a joke, and then it probably became a habit. It probably just yeah. turned into a habit more than anything. Farley frequently sought help for his addictions and drugs and alcohol. The first... Frequently is yeah, an understatement. Uh, the first of his his over 17 stints in rehab began in 1991 when I was fucking born. He just... And that was a that year was when after... It, that was when it started in 91? No, he started going to rehab, and that was after his oh, SNL I career. thought that was before. No, so... Oh, no, he, SNL put him into rehab. Yeah, no, he was in rehab. He got he started in SNL in 1990. Yeah, so okay, a year so after yeah. that, they were obviously like with like they're like, what the fuck, man? You gotta his, go somewhere. He's a fat guy and he's energy, so it's just like I don't know. His college friend Pat Finn explained Farley's battle with addiction. He did everything to excess, and when it came to drinking and other stuff, he caught in a world he could he got caught in a world he couldn't get out of because he did have a, an addictive personality in the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's bad. It's dangerous. Well, and also because Chris Farley was totally obsessed with John Belushi, like another brilliant comedian who struggled with drugs and alcohol and weight management. And um, John Belushi died in a hotel um, because of a speedball. He's doing oh, heroin he and did cocaine. A, well, a speedball is not heroin and cocaine. Yes, it is. No, it's not. A speedball is cocaine and morphine. All right. Well, I will look into that, but I'm pretty sure that it's, it's heroin and cocaine, but. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's Tom is a sodomy all over again. Yeah, I know, but he's looking it up. But I know that you know I when know I that say John something, Belushi, I'm 100. I, okay, I know that John Belushi had coke and heroin in his system when he died. I know that for a fact that that's how he died. Farley asked about whether. Oh shit! Wow, this is rare. We're both right. Speedball or Powerball is a mixture of cocaine, a stimulant with heroin or morphine, what an the opioid. Fuck? Weird. I was no like, opioid, I know, it, yeah. I know, it was with morphine, but yeah, no, that's how that's Farley Farley died with the morphine version of that. Ah, damn, man, damn. That's fucked. I've never, I never thought you'd actually get one of those, Farley but I'll give went, it to you. Yeah, that you got one right. Suck I'll, my I'll give it to you, Tom. <laughs> Farley was asked about whether he was trying to be like his hero during an interview with the Rolling Suck Stone. My left testicle. He said, "I don't know." Uh. <laughs> Jesus. He said, "I don't know." <laughs> he said, "I never met the man." Maybe I tried to be, but I don't think so. Anyway, I'm fatter than him now. Did you know that he died at my age this year at 33? Yeah, March 5th, 1982. The writer Eric Hedgegaard noted he looked as though he was saying that when... He looked as though he was saying that when the clock finally ticked past his 34th birthday, then all of his Belushi nonsense would fade away because he would outlive the man and finally he would be out there all on his own. And it's sad that he idolized John Belushi so fucking much that he wanted to die. And he ended up dying. Yeah, he ended up dying. The same fucking age that John Belushi died at. And also, uh, I'm just putting this in, but 33 is a very Masonic, crazy number. 33 degree masonry, all that shit. It's just like interesting. Like that. Like he just worshipped him so much that he ended up killing himself to be like him. Well, did he and kill him? Like, was that actually killing himself? Or was yes. that just a bender name? No, I know. I think that... You, nobody no, knows he, that, though. No, but the way he He didn't write talk, a suicide note. No, 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 no. He, he wasn't killing himself that night. Yeah. He, he I think he uh, he would have gone and done it ten more times. But the thing is that it was just enough for him to die. What do you mean? Die. Gone and done it ten more like, times. Like, gone and done coke and drugs and oh, prostitutes. And, yeah, but the thing was. is that this was his, it was his last straw. 
on. A big guy's heart can only last so long, especially that big, and especially on drugs. It's like man, that's what I love. Adam Sandler's uh, crazy. Adam Sandler's comment about him. He looked at him and he's like, "You can either be fat." Or a drug addict. He's like, you're not allowed to be both. No, no. That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And it's like, I think, I don't know, maybe an alternate universe of fucking John Belushi never existed, but Chris Farley did. Like, Chris Farley was not John Belushi. They did totally yeah, different no, shit. Yeah, no, he idolized them, but he didn't even, no. like, represent them at all. Like, no, he, did, he didn't take anything from no. them. No, and it's like, why did he... That's such an odd idol. Yeah. Like, usually when you idolize someone that huge, like, you, you sub, even if you're not doing it on purpose, you yeah. accidentally copy their style. I'm a never know. Okay, yes, 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 little Billy. Little Bill. Little Bill. Little Bill. Ill, the ill Bill. Do you want my head to explode? In the name of all that is good and decent, no more for today! <laughs> to be honest, that was you when we were working at Swish LA. <laughs> And you just want me to stop talking about reptilians. Just fucking no shut more up. <laughs> for the love of God. No more <laughs> for today. I'll, I'll come back Farley tomorrow. So we'll be fresh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stop talking about the goddamn <laughs> reptilians. Honestly, if I really wanted to, I think I could do a pretty good Chris Farley impression. I've watched so much of his shit, man. Like, I think I could do it. If I really got loud. Yeah, you got to get yeah, into it. Yeah. That's that's a full head and body fucking. For the fucking. love of God. Like, I could definitely <laughs> do it, I think. Um, but this is crazy. Like, so um, when we get to his death, which we're getting into closer now, but in the days uh, before his death, he was drinking at a bar called Crowbar and at a bar called Karma and at the Cheesecake Factory of, and at the Hunt Club. And... <laughs> Jesus. But he's like, and I'll go here, and then I go over there, where he and did, then I go here. Where he did a Wolf Jack, uh, where he did Wolf J- Wolfman Jack impressions? I don't know who Wolfman Jack is. Why did why do I want to say Wolverine? So do I. Why, when, why, I read, why? when I was going through the research, I was like, Wolfman Jack, why do I why think does of that Jack? Sound like Hugh, a Jack yeah. yeah. Uh, Wolfman Jack. Jack. Wolfman Jack. Robert Smith, also oh, known so as Wolfman Jack, is an American disc jockey. Oh, we, oh, famous weird. for his grovelly voice. Huh. He, he credited his success, saying it kept the meat and the potatoes on the table for years of Wolfman and Wolf Woman, uh, <laughs> and a couple of shots weird. of whiskey helps it. Uh, I've got that. some nice raspy sound. <laughs> so if you know that, He's a disc strange jockey. Group. maybe Terry will know that. He's a disc Terry. Jockey. Yeah, I know what a disc jockey is. Dick jockey, is that what you are? D-I-S-C, fuck you. Well, where you go? I know what a disc jockey, fucking uh, Jimmy Savall. I didn't say you didn't. Jimmy Savall or Savall, we might get into him one day, but he's the one that like got a bunch of uh, kids so the queen could fuck them, or not the queen, but the like, people in the royal family. And that's another episode. Okay, okay. Jesus. And uh, he let strippers drape themselves over his body. He arrived at the hunt club with his brother, John. And it's funny that, like, John talks a lot in the documentary that he's in and about his life and stuff and his addictions and struggles. But, like, uh, I don't know. I would have pushed him way more to be sober. Like, it doesn't seem like his brother feels bad and all the shit, but it seems like you should. You know what? You can. You can do you can do what you're gonna do. No, but you do. You strap him to a chair and you just don't let him eat for fucking a week. People are gonna do what they want to do. He would break out of those restraints. Look at that fucking famous fucking. My God, the fucking deers in the car. Uh, Chris Farley. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, I'd Tommy freak Boy the still, fuck yeah. out the deers yeah, like yeah. in the car losing it. He said to a waitress, uh, Farley did, "Hey, pretty lady, can you get me in my pot and Jack and Coke?" <laughs> Funny. He, he he looked really bad. The waitress said later, actually, on Tuesday he reportedly uh, reportedly paid an erotic dancer named Autumn three hundred dollars to come to his pad and give him a lap dance. He drank vodka and OJ. The girl danced. He seemed disoriented and unstable. And he had been on a bender for days. And this is sad. He went all around Chicago at the time. Um, and he was on a bender for fucking days. And that's why I said that maybe like I, he wanted to almost kill himself. Yeah, He, he was, was on like a three, four day of, yeah. bender when he ended up dying. Well, that's not, that's not what that means. Full disclosure, I've done those days. No, but what, what I've he done was like at, a week yes, and a half. That's fine. But I'm saying that he's, he's saying that he's went, he's like, he, 
he seemed to like just want to push himself to the edge and see if he was going to die or not. And because I, I don't think that, that's not what that is, though, man. It is for it was for him. Billy. No, you know why that isn't. I want it. I'm going to okay, keep doing Billy, it. You and should ask that anybody thought, that, that knows thought me process here. doesn't go past. Like, that. I agree. I've also done a lot of research on Chris Farley over the years, and I know that he was at a very depressive time at this point, and he was he was talking about very dark shit, which in that documentary watch, he would go from, like, super happy guy, but then after 12 o'clock at night, he would switch to this dark side where he would joke about funny shit, but also go into really dark shit. Like, well, man, it's because he gets I way could, too fucking... I could kill that hooker over there. You know what? I could probably pay off the cops because I'm Chris Farley. You know, shit like that. I don't know if you said that, but... <laughs> yeah, that's not a quote. <laughs> At a Planet Hollywood opening in Indianapolis, uh, Chris Farley, sweating profusely, grossly overweight, and acting completely out of it, was hamming it up with the crowd by dosing himself in the bottle of milk. At least one friend of... Stop putting it on the table. At least one friend of uh, Farley saw nothing amusing about his sloppy spectacular. Get, get off me. Go lie down. <laughs> he pulled the actor aside and said, Hey, you gotta take it easy. Farley flashed one of his trademarks naughty boy grins. <laughs> one of those. No one can see you, Tom. <laughs> I was staring at Billy for a good couple seconds. I saw you. Uh, and then uttered the ultimate Hollywood cliche. See, I want to live fast and die young. He knew he wanted, he had some time coming and shit. On December 18th, Chris Farley got his wish. He was found dead in his Chicago apartment after That's four so heartbreaking. days of Literally drinking just and bef- drug binging. Just before Christmas, man. That's so heartbreaking to your family. I know. When I am dead and have passed on to the next world, I want you to lower me from these gallows and kiss my hairy buttocks. And kiss was, my ass. And that was kind of like his, I don't know, his personality. Like, and, you know. So eccentric. <laughs> He's so lovable. I know. I, He's just a lovable tubby he, dude. Yeah, I, lo- I love Harley. So to get right into this, Farley seemed to um, equally addicted to drugs to trying to clean up his life at the same time, though. He passed two years. In the past two years, he went in and out of rehab at least 17 times. That's How long's rehab? Isn't rehab a month? Uh, should be about that. Yeah, so a month. 90 days usually. Yeah. There. Oh, okay. Well, all right. If it's 90 days, that pretty much equals two years. So let's say 30 days. Yeah. 30 days, that's a year and what? A year and five months out of two years you were inside rehab. 30 days is a month. That's what I just said. Okay. I'm yeah. <laughs> so it, you said in the past two years he was in and out of rehab seventeen times. Yeah. So thirty it, days. That's, that's a year and five months. And Farley's good spirits out of two years. were merely the calm before the storm, according to Seely. I don't know who Seely is, and other acquaintances who saw Farley during his final days. The actor became a big, uh, went into a down spiral on December fourteenth. He was manically hopscotched through Chicago bars, like I said. He went through Chicago a lot, consuming large quantities of drugs, alcohol, and fraternizing with a series of party girls. That's fucking scary, man. Oh, scary to think about. I know. I uh, like I. I shout know. out, guys! This is a shout out time. Be uh, clean. Yeah. Honestly, like it's hard. It, no, Shit's yeah. hard. Yeah, hard life. Um. So Farley's self-destructive uh, debauchery behavior began downtown Chicago club Karma when he raged out until 2 a.m. Afterwards, the party moved to Farley's apartment. On Tuesday, December 16th, Farley blew off plans to get a haircut. Instead, got a 300 per hour call girl named Autumn, as we've said before, Autumn, $300 per hour. Is that a lot? I feel like I feel like I've heard of that people making more than that. Wait, Kate, you're at some dude's house for fucking two hours. That's six hundred dollars in your fucking pocket. That is nuts. All right, and alleged that he spent the uh, she spent the afternoon with Farley. He claimed uh, he called from his home around eight thirty a.m. Said uh, she says the comedian who was smoking pot and drinking screwdrivers. Oh, God, I love the screwdrivers. The screwdrivers. What's a screwdriver? Q&A. Uh, Do you know this one? Uh, vodka and orange juice. Yeah, nailed it, bud. Seemed to be more interested in scoring cocaine than her services. I don't think he knew what he wanted, she says. He'd just tell me he was on a rampage. 
He just kept bouncing from room to room. He spent his last day on December 17th, 1997, so primarily with a hooker named Heidi, the fucking, this bitch. Fucking Heidi. I fucking hate this you bitch. You hide, you throw out his no, drugs. No, she, she <laughs> fucking left him for dead. We'll find out. Seems, oh, shit. Yeah, seems he was really into hookers. Heidi the hooker, Heidi the hooker, <laughs> was hired for fire. Where are you, Heidi? Yeah. Are you hiding? So get this, he would, uh, fo- fuck whoever Farley's friend was that hired her for two grand. She joined him. She joined Farley at a party in Lincoln Man, Park in Chicago. Man, I wish I was a Yeah. I'd make so much money. So have I'm your skinny. fucking orifices all fucking I'd filled. I do whatever. I don't give a fuck. All right. Uh, at Lincoln Park, he was <laughs> at a, par- he was at a party kidding. at 11 a.m. And there were plenty of drugs at this party. Later that day, Farley accompanied Heidi back to her apartment where they could continue sm- to smoke crack and snort heroin. Chris claimed he had been up for four days straight without sleep. That could kill you in general. Um, they tried unsuccessfully to have sex, but obviously Chris couldn't. Why would yeah, he be able no, to? Yeah, no, like, your dick's fucking that floppy drug at that point. adult brain stuff, you're horny, but you just can't do anything with it, Yeah, no, there's it, nothing. Right? Like, well, if you're, I don't know, sometimes. So you gotta get yourself into it, though. You when the fuck did Tommy Boy have new, oh, okay, yeah. it's not actually gonna show it. Yeah. Uh, then at 11 p.m., Chris and Heidi returned to Chris's apartment and handcocked the Hancock building. She was growing angrily because Chris wasn't going to pay her, but Chris continued to claim that his friend was supposed to pay her. They reportedly tried to have sex again and again and were unsuccessful. So finally, at 3 a.m., she left his apartment. Farley was so inebriated, he collapsed about 10 feet from the door as Heidi exited Heidi claims she could hear that he was experienced labored breathing, so she's a piece of shit. And Heard she said, that he's being fucked up. Yeah, wait, yeah. he's going to die. And he said, don't leave me. <sighs> I could cry over so sad. Wow, it's amazing to admit something like that, too. Assuming he had finally passed out, she took a photograph of him lying on the floor and then left. We will post She took a photo, fucking yeah. photo of him? Yeah. We will. She walked back in, so she left. She heard him say that. She opened the door yeah, and, and like yeah. took a picture. Uh, there was a lot of blame on her part for leaving him, and I just said this. I was at a work party before I came to record this, and I said that to uh, another bill uh a guy i love um and D- I who are you fucking cheating on <laughs> uh, me with? he's an older guy he's got long white hair he's a he's a cutie <laughs> you're cheating on me with an older guy no no, no. but uh you're a fucking piece of shit <laughs> he he was like and i just i said to him i was like if it wasn't for fucking her he could probably still be alive even if she were to call the cops and be like this guy That's collapsed it, yeah. And, That's uh, all you have to yeah, do. This guy collapsed. Chris Farley, the known actor, collapsed and then run out. They would have been there in time for especially so fucking him. fast. Yeah, uh, he probably would have survived. And a lot of people blame her for his death in general. Yeah. And as a close friend, if I was Sandler, if I was Mike Myers, I might blame her because I'd like, for sure blame her. But for, yeah, but really, the man, blame's on this him. This is he very did it. very sad. Cue the sad music. It's it's him. He knew um, what was gonna happen. Farley, you know the risks. Farley but. was discovered the next afternoon by his own brother John. And that's heartbreaking. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's very so sad. fucking. If I walked in and one of my brothers were dead, like that's, mm-hmm. I like honestly, Danny's I don't. Dead. I, I don't know if I'd <laughs> yeah. live. Would, like that is that's the end. That's the end of my life. Yeah. yeah, man, that's heartbreaking. Chris's body was still lying there, just ten feet from the door, clad in pajama bottoms and a bu- button-down white T-shirt that was unbuttoned. His hand, he was clutching a baseball cap and rosary beads. Man, that's fucking sad. Why did he have those two things, though? He had... He, I guarantee... How did he sad. get a baseball... I guarantee a baseball cap probably that he had close to him that he was holding his heart and then clutching that. But I have a feeling that he had, he had consciousness for a couple minutes... And then grabbed rosary beads and started praying in his head, and and then died. Oh and that's like this is that's sad. This is going to get pretty sad. Um, he was admit, uh, he was bleeding from his nose and fluid was coming out. A white frothy foam was coming from his mouth. Oh my god! John immediately called nine one one. Chicago firefighters received the call and just after two p.m. Farley was pronounced dead at the scene by the paramedics. He was 33 years old, the same age as Don Belushi, upon his ultimate death. 
Very sad, and uh, we will post these pictures to Strange Brew Podcast group page on Facebook and Instagram, Strange Brew Canada, and Facebook, Strange Brew Canada. Um, we'll do a sensitivity thing because I'm going to post his pictures of him dead. That's what really disturbed me is looking at him lying there, blood coming out of his nose, and how disturbing it really is to see someone I loved throughout my childhood lo- looking like that and that he let himself do this to himself, essentially. Well, it wasn't too much through your childhood. So you accidental five, morphine and cocaine intoxication. You're like, don't even acknowledge yeah. that. <laughs> Some reports say that the search of his apartment failed to turn up any illegal narcotics, but many prescription drugs were found. But others reports that these bottles of booze, both empty and half full, were thrown around the apartment as there was bags of suspicious white powder, and they what they couldn't test that to realize that it was probably cocaine. Like, well, and the fact that yeah. like, well, think that's about what it. they did. They ended up testing. We're it, drinking right? on twenty six er of whiskey. You know, we got some beer and shit. But he had bottles of booze around. So he's and then plus doing coke. Coke does help you drink a little longer. Fucking yeah, you don't can drink do it. significantly. Um, but the fact that he was probably just like, he would get so he would probably black out all the time, not really knowing what he was doing and shit. After failed attempts to save Chris because he was. Fucking dead anyways Chris's body was immediately taken To the county medical examiner Where he was given an autopsy And tissue samples were sent to the laboratory For the toxicology testing When the lab results were revealed His death was ruled as an accident Farley died of an opiate And cocaine intoxication And his death was determined to be an accident there were other ball. drugs in his system that were ruled to not be contributed to his death. Okay, obviously marijuana wouldn't be. Morphine could be, and Prozac could be. Well, so that no, that's what it was. It was a speedball, right? It was morphine and coke. That's, so we're gonna, that's what they said. We're gonna leave you. Why on are you some, arguing with I'm that? I'm not. We're gonna leave you on some uh, on some on some. <sighs> Some sad stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what we're leaving you on. Man, but, I'm sick of uh, fucking talking about it. Uh, we're uh, drinking, uh, we're getting emotional. Uh, yeah, and getting fuck sad. me, man. Uh, no, I love um, this we'll guy. We'll leave you on some quotes by Chris Farley. I have a tendency towards the pleasures of the flesh. It's a battle for me. As far as weight and things like that, but I'm curbing them. But I continue to do comedy, and those two don't mix. So I try to fight those demons. He was fighting demons his whole life. His, uh, his overweight, the fact that he had to be funny guy, fat, fall down, funny guy, fall down, like yeah. fat guy, fall down. like Fat guy, fall eh. down. His, his self-image of himself was just tainted. Yeah, and he saw himself as a piece of shit a lot of times, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. So stop making fun of my weight, even though I'm not even close to fat. <laughs> yeah, fucker. fuck you, Tom. I'm, not even, <laughs> I'm like fucking, I could fit in both legs in Chris Farley's pants. Also another one. I used to Way th- to make it serious, <laughs> yeah, you dick. Know. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> I used to think I used to think that you could get a level of success where the laws of the universe didn't apply, but they do. It's still life on life's terms, not on a movie star's terms. I still have to work at relationships and I still have to work on my weight and some of my other demons. Yeah. It's- <sighs> Oh, Holy and he shnikes. did. He kept trying, man. Holy he kept shnikes. trying. You know, he tried for so long. We love you, Chris Farley. This one was for you. I hope you were here. Can when I? We were can I wait? Can I? You gotta do it. To get <laughs> Let's break it from it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's break it from it. Let's break it down because it's Billy's fun fact of the day. It's the Billy's fun fact. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like a lot of you knew, but I'm not sure, so I'm just going to say it anyway. Coca-Cola originally contained an estimated of 9 milligrams of cocaine per serving, but it's been banned since 1903. Nine, 1903? 9 so fucking milligrams so how, of Coke. Well, I want to know. Look it up right Coke. now. Yeah, cocaine. So, like, how, when did Coca-Cola start? The fuck, early 1800s. How but, the fuck did they have fizzy pops? Look it up. I want to Okay, know. we will look that up, but I had a second part yeah. to my um it's it's weird and I don't I don't know why this exactly is, but men nine times out of ten are more addicted to coke than women are. Weird. And I'm surprised for that because, you know, as a women doing I've known cokehead girls and there stuff. There have like been that. No, but no, no, the no, physical no. attribute of yeah. needing it yeah, yeah. is more prominent in yeah, men. Yeah. I, men I, have more yeah. addictive personalities than women do. I get I get that. Women are women. But I'm saying that surprisingly, because like girls like that, you think about it, like they don't have to get something hard and Coke can help with like your, you know, sexual inhibitions and all that crap. Oh so. never mind. Shit. I lied. 
I thought I thought Coca Cola was around since the early 1800s. They they were doing it for about ten years with oh, actual okay. Coke. So they wow. started in 1892. So that's what it was called Coca Cola. 1892, and they got banned in 02. That's crazy. And it was called Coke Cola yeah. because cocaine Cola. So you got your cola, but that's you also literally where it came from. Yep. Fucking sad episode, uh, but also fun. I love Chris Farley. You know. Um, pray to Satan for him, <laughs> but uh, I think he's in a good place. And there is a weird. Uh, a guy did a ghost box session where he used uh, some ghost equipment. Uh, one of the ones that reverberates certain sounds. And just, I swear to God, I should have played this clip, but you can distinctly you can look it up. Chris Farley's ghost, something like that, on YouTube. But you can distinctly hear his voice say like, "I'm okay." Like, it's okay. And he's oh. coming through like a ghost box uh, that I have, but uh, he, this guy's a better one. And he's like, he's this guy's pretty legit and stuff. And he's like, okay, so yeah. let's, let's re- re- reiterate. And he's like, he's What's like, a ghost box? A ghost box is, well, the one I have, it skips through radio frequencies. Uh, it's like 10. And it's re- like saying the ghosts are talking yeah, to you? Yeah, well, it's like, it goes through uh, 100 radio, uh, radio stations in a second, okay? So it's so fast that it's impossible for another station to actually come in and have a longer sentence or something like that. I've used it myself and I've literally heard, I was like, say my name, say my name, say my name, say my name. <laughs> but, and it would say Thomas no and it, it could, it's man. impossible for it to carry a long, no that, fucking no. way. Yeah. And I said, you have it. Uh, no, and my, I did you. I still have it. I just need batteries for it, but I, it literally oh, said, I will buy you batteries for twice in the exact same female voice, Thomas. And then I did, I was doing it by myself, and then I mentioned my stepbrother Peter. Uh, when we used to play Ouija boards and stuff like that, and like I was introducing to Ouija boards, which I probably shouldn't have done. <laughs> we played it at his buddy's house. Ouija board wouldn't work unless I put my hands on it. Um, so whatever was catching to me because it was my Ouija board. So like I do believe it just wasn't my mind moving it. I've done it by myself. Yeah. Ouija board episode. Go back, listen to it. But the f- fuck, Justin. But the f- <laughs> the fact that uh, hashtag <laughs> the fact that um. I know enough about it, but it, like, and then we were playing the spirit box and then this thing started talking when I touched it. And then I heard it say Thomas and the exact same fucking female voice I heard before. And then I said, Thomas in like a deep male voice. <laughs> it's like, Oh fucking now I'm done. I am done playing yeah. that now. So we love you, Chris Farley, uh, www.strangebrewpodcast.com. Look us up on our Wait. fucking website. And what's coming up. What? What's coming up? Next episode? Or no, what? what's coming up after this episode? Oh, Bi- Billy's got a new song, Blue Balls. Oh, my blue they're balls. so blue. They're right. little blue. Uh, they're all, they're d- so blue, yeah. they're turning purple. If you don't know purple already, <laughs> uh, we do do a song after every episode. Of every me. one. Every single one. Those except, are all us, yeah. except when Tom likes to outsource. Well, no, I like to play Beast 1333. He was nah. the only player I put in, but... Uh, Every episode, if you go back uh, up to like the 10th episode, there's uh, some we didn't ever add it to, but we started doing it. But there's a lot of old songs that I've done, Billy's done. We have listen to tons the lyrics. Of, yeah, listen to the lyrics. Get listen deep. to the lyrics. All right. It's actual talent. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. Uh, Strange Facebook brew. page, Instagram. Listen up. Listen. I love you, Chris Farley. I do too. I love you. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Victor stuff. I really don't think it'll take more than one punch. Did you really think you could swing at me and get away clean, not bleed internally? Did you really think you could swing at me, get away clean, not bleed internally? My lyrical spine is as straight as an arrow. Yours is like sneaking outside, trying to take on three, four, five guys. What's up with that? Come back, let's wrap. Step toe to toe and we'll see where it goes. And I'll pick apart, line by line, any single one of those songs you wrote. Any night, anytime. So come on, step up, cause I'm calling you out. Any one of you punks that can't shut your mouth. Willing to go the distance, pursue this shit relentless. But now none of my friends can even fathom this vision I'm instilled with. I'm not just off the chain, I'm bouncing off the walls. But I waited too long to throw my hat in the ring. Oh fuck, now I got blue balls. Balls. Awesome. 